Welcome to Hive Mind. I am Meg. I'm here with Eli. Hey, Eli. Hey, good to see you. I have two apologies I need to make. Oh, okay. First, to me? Um, you, the listener, the world, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is, I am sorry that sometimes I move away from the microphone and I get really hard to hear. <laughs> okay. I am like a very like movie aroundy person. You are a movie aroundy. And these person. mics are like, if you're not talking directly into them, they yeah. don't catch it, which is great because we never hear the nonsense going on. Yeah. Outside of the studio. But not great because you can't hear an inch away from it. Yeah. So I am trying to do better, and I apologize that there are entire sentences I've said that are inaudible on this podcast. Do we? Did we get complaints? No, this is just me. This is just you. Um, really overthinking everything. Okay. Also, I'm sorry that in the ad, my voice is a full three octaves higher than my normal speaking voice. <laughs> I guess I was nervous Let when me I tell was. Tell you about anchor. Yeah, yeah, we anchor you can make very sorry. Not going to re-record it because it took a lot of tries. That's it just did. my reading voice, I guess. So I'll just accept my apologies, everybody. Yeah. Um, a little bit of news. We are Anchor has launched a subscription service. So we are going to start offering two bonus episodes a month. I will let everyone know when that first bonus cool. episode is available. Um, and you can become a subscriber. This is like Patreon, except not as complicated. And you can do it right through Anchor. And we're committing to two a month because, like, realistically, that's what we can do. Hopefully going to have more than two a month. What are we doing? Well, Emily and I are going to be doing some things that are pop culture adjacent. Irene and I are going to be doing a Bachelor recap once a month. Mm. Bachelor in Paradise, so on and so forth. And then if you and I have anything we want to talk about. I mean, about. I, I don't mean to turn this into a business meeting for everybody to hear, but I would love to go back to our Oscar Best Picture yeah, series Yeah, could we just we maybe doing? skip a couple decades? Um, I think we're going to, I think there's some pretty good movies in the sixties because we made it to the sixties. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think we made it through the hard times. We will (laughs) at least have two a month and then probably Eli and I will do some Oscar movie recaps. The one a week thing was really, that was was tough. It was tough. You know what though? We should, um, I, we should release the ones that we did at some point and let other people hear them because we did it like what, two years ago? Was that one year ago? They were fun. They I, were fun. I think they we did fun. like ten, we did ten or so, and it was a good. No, we did more than that, didn't we? Because we started with Gone with the Wind, we got, we, and then we ended with the guy going on like a bender, right? Um, no, I think there was one more after that. Okay, and some of those movies were very yeah, they were good, good, and I'm glad I watched them. The one a week was a it lot. was a lot. It was a lot and because all movies back then were nine hours long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Every time I would start one of them, Skyler hates any movie that's like pre-1985. He like, just like is allergic to them. And every time I would start one, he'd walk into the room and go, ugh. <laughs> Steven would be like, what are we doing this weekend? I'd be like, we are watching Casablanca. That's it. And it's going to take the whole weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Um. So stay tuned for that. I'll let you know when the first bonus episode is available. You can subscribe now. You're just going to be like, there's nothing here for me yet, but you can subscribe now. Sure. I'll add the link in the show notes. Stuff is coming. It's, I just don't want you to be disappointed. There yet. are promises. We're making promises. We're making promises. I'm pretty sure we're going to keep. You'll have at <laughs> least two bonus episodes a month Okay. for $5. Mm-hmm. So like $5. It's fine. Yeah. That's You're funny. paying for everything already. You're paying for Peacock. You're paying for Paramount Plus. You're paying for Hulu. What's you, one? You more? might as well pay. What's f- one more. You might as well pay for a soft promise from Meg. Yeah. What are you watching? What have you been watching? Um, 
I, I got a boring answer. I really haven't been watching much. I've been uh, loot. We're still watching loot. You are. It's wow. so it's so bad. Commitment. Well, Skyler likes it. Oh, okay. But he likes it. He's like, I know this is garbage, but I like putting it on anyway. Because every once in a while, like about once every three minutes, there's a legitimately good joke. And then okay. a lot of fluff between those. Okay. And so it's a very good background show. So he, he's been having to do kind of a lot of almost like data entry type um, research stuff that he's been working on. I and so he's see. like, I just need something in the background I don't have to pay much attention to, but it will make me laugh every once in a while. Yeah. And so we've been watching that. I've been, um, the the I think this is pretty recent, on Peacock, they released uh, a new season of super episodes of The Office. Oh, okay. So they do one season at a time and they they go through the season and just release I don't think it's all of them, but like a bunch of the episodes from that season, but they put in like deleted scenes and and whatever else. And some of the episodes are like almost twice as long as a result. And so it has been pretty fun to go and watch these cuz there are like entire plot lines that like I've never seen before. Right. And a lot of stuff that I'm like, "Oh, that's too bad they had to cut that cuz that's that would have legitimately turned into like memes you know like that we right. would you know be circulating so that, that's been really fun um and then i went down this rabbit hole so i feel like suddenly everyone is talking about better call saul because it just it's, ended oh did it finally end i or think it's that about was to? the finale that just aired oh okay so i've never watched better call saul have uh -huh. you yeah i watched the first season and why'd you give up great question i enjoyed the first third First, wow, first season, and then just got distracted. And I guess didn't like it enough to devotedly pick it back up. Were you a Breaking Bad fan? Yes. Yeah. I really liked Breaking Bad. What is the vibe of Better Call Saul? I mean, the first season was not the dark hole of despair that Breaking Bad was, but it was like, oh, we're going to watch this guy struggle for a while mm -hmm. to get like a law practice up and going and... And he is the same character from... Yeah, it's like an origin story. Oh, it's an origin story. Yeah. So it's pre-Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, really great acting, really great characters. I think it was just kind of stressful. Okay. More stress than I wanted. Okay. Well, I've been wondering if I should try and watch it because people love it. And I know it's been critically acclaimed, but it got me thinking about the best and worst like spinoff series and typically when we th think about spinoff series we think of like something like joey that yeah. is not very good but so i was like oh i wonder other than better call saul like what other good Frasier. yeah good spinoffs and i i like started googling and realized like a lot of our most beloved shows were spinoffs and i think we forget i totally forgot that fraser was a spinoff yeah of cheers um what was another one that really surprised me there were a couple like that that I was just like, I didn't even think that was a spinoff, but it was like more successful or I liked it better or whatever. I mean, obviously, I love The Good Fight. Rhoda. What is that? She, uh, Rhoda was a spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh. I used, as a nine-year-old, I really enjoyed watching uh, Rhoda on I, Nick at Night. We would have been best friends as children <laughs> because that was Nick at Night was my jam. I know I've shared this story before, uh -huh. but someone got a Nick at Night game and like my aunts and uncles were playing and it was like a trivia yeah. game. They didn't know any of the answers. I knew all Every, of the answers. We, we had we had that game growing up so and I, nobody fun. wanted to play with me because it, <laughs> I, it wasn't fun to play with me because I knew every answer. 
And especially any question about I Love Lucy. Like, oh, I didn't even have to hear the options. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. immediately. Mary Tyler Moore show, by yeah. the way, was so good. I should go back and rewatch that. I haven't seen an episode of that in years. I feel like it's Mary Tyler Moore show, then Murphy Brown was the next generation, mm, and, and then, then 30, 30 Rock. And then... some. Um, what there's a show now that I feel like is another iteration of Thirty Rock. What is it? I was just thinking about this the other day. Like a woman having it all. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe not. I swear I was thinking about one the other day. But yeah, like I, I'll take a million iterations of that show. Absolutely. Murphy Brown. It was a good time. It was a great show. It was a great. What was your favorite '90s sitcom? Well, Frasier. Frasier. Yeah, Frasier. Um. You know, I I remember loving Friends because it was like so tantalizing. Sure. I should not have been watching it. Same. You yeah. know, and it was like scandalous that I was watching Friends. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, it's not good. Um, I mean, I did love Seinfeld. Yeah. When I got to watch Seinfeld, I loved Seinfeld. Yeah. And I think it might hold up. Frasier's a good rewatch, actually. Mm-hmm. But Seinfeld's like going to always be a great rewatch forever. Yeah. Seinfeld to me, um, is more fun to talk about than watch. And it's oh, always really? been that way. Like, I think the concepts of Seinfeld are really, really funny. But, like, every time I, like, try to watch an episode, I'm, like, annoyed with it. I don't know why that is. I think Jerry Seinfeld kind Jerry of Seinfeld's annoys me. Jerry Seinfeld's a terrible actor. Yeah. You know, I think one of the great tragedies of our current age of media consumption is that we don't get the DVD extras. Mm. We had season nine of Seinfeld on DVD. I think Nick, my brother, uh, sometimes co-host of this podcast, mm-hmm. gave it to us. Founding mother. Founding, founding mother. Of founding the, father of yeah. Hive Mind. Um, he, and we would watch. So we'd watch an episode and then we'd watch interviews with the writers afterward talking about how yeah. they came up with the jokes. So like Festivus is one of the episodes mm-hmm. on that season. And that was a real holiday for one of the writers. Mm-hmm. Like his dad really did Festivus and it was like never on a set day. They just, it would be surprised by whenever Festivus was coming and his dad would pull out an aluminum pole. That huh. was real. Huh. And like that kind of history behind it made it so much more fun to watch. Interesting. And now I'm like, where do I we get this information? We don't get that stuff anymore. Because this is, this is canon. N- now, now you get it on rewatch podcasts. I know. Because like that's We're what too I, fragmented. It's too. That's what I get on the Office Ladies is them just like dissecting an episode and explaining how they made it work. And yeah, um, my favorite show sitcom from the '90s was Wings. Did you ever watch? Wings? Oh my gosh! Like every once in a while, that's I really funny. Loved that show. I would I would watch that again right now. Wasn't that a spinoff of like Seattle something something something? Was it? Something? I, don't I don't know. Maybe I'm getting it. My lines crossed. Yeah, it had Tim Daly in it, who's married to Tay Leone. Mm. I don't know if they're married, but they've been together for a long time. And he was a cutie and still is a cutie. Really, really, really. He's not aged. Um, and I loved that show. And then do you remember, I think it only had one season, but there was a show called, I think it was Ted and Nancy. And it was, um, what's her name from Will and Grace? Um, the main Grace from Will and Grace. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was her. <laughs> and, and the guy was the, the... The one who's like, I got Joe Biden elected. Yeah, what is her name? Why can I not think why of it? Why are we? Grace from Will and Grace. I am so sorry. I can't think of your name. And then the Deborah Messing. De- Deborah Messing. And then the guy was uh, the teacher in Easy A, like the the cool teacher. Remember him with a really deep voice. Yeah, yeah. And the... he's on Sideways. Oh, okay. 
And the premise of the show was the two of them got married out of convenience, even though they didn't know each other. Like she needed an apartment and he needed a wife for his job for a promotion. Uh And so, but they, they didn't like each other. And like the joke of every episode was they would go on dates and then they would like run into each other and be like, this is my husband. And it was the dumbest show, but I ate it up and it lasted one season, got canceled. And then she did Will and Grace. And I was like, oh, they just want her in a show where it's a man and a woman name. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> also, while you were talking, I just thought I just had like this rush of memories about 90s sitcoms. Just Shoot Me. Oh, yeah. Loved Just Shoot Me. Loved it. Uh, and News Radio. Mm-hmm. Did news you radio. watch oh, News yeah. Radio? I news, loved radio news Radio is iconic. Yeah, we were the weird children that watched News we, Radio. <laughs> yes, we absolutely were. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati, which I think was an 80s show, but I would watch that. It would like beyond late late at night like reruns and i would try to stay up for it because i loved it so much amazing amazing what was your favorite nick at night show well i love lucy for sure i mean i I had an obsession with that um outside of that i went through like a weird campy almost ironic brady bunch phase with my friend sam yeah like we would watch the brady bunch because we thought it was so cheesy but it was so entertaining to us yeah um I loved Bewitched for a while. Yeah. I don't think I could sit through a single episode of Bewitched now. Bewitched versus I Dream a Genie. Yeah, Bewitched for me. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I Dream a Genie, she was too flighty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I Dream a Genie was never really my jam. And then the other co- competition was the Munsters and the Adams Family, and yeah. I was always more of an Adams Family guy. Okay, yeah. Munsters, I feel like, was on more, so that yeah. was what I was more familiar with. Yeah. But it was a thrill when Adam's family would be on. So, sometimes I feel bad about the amount of time in my life I spent watching Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Why? What a crap show that was. But I loved it as a kid. I loved it. Do you remember it. the episode where they're rescued and they're like back on land? Yes. Very upsetting. I was like, put them back on the island. And they all look super old because that show went on forever. Forever. Forever and yeah. ever. Good for them though. Yeah. What was your favorite Nick at Night? I think Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. Oh, and I loved the Dick Van Dyke show, which a few years ago I rewatched the entire Dick Van Dyke show and it holds up. It's great. It's like, it's really cheesy. Every episode has the same formula. They always find an excuse for Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore to like do a dance and dance routine at the end. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's like they go to a party and people are like, why don't you do dance for us? And they're like, well, we just happen to have this if, whole routine if you ready. insist. <laughs> I want two, two. But it's, I love it. And the jokes are so good. Mary Tyler Moore is a treasure. She is a treasure. Dick Van Dyke liked one of my tweets recently. Are you kidding me? I took a screenshot and I was like, I'm saving this forever. I might die. I peaked. I peaked. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We did watch something that we're here oh, to sorry. talk about today. Wait, wait, what have I you haven't been really watching? been watching anything. Well, the, the normal. What We Do in the Shadows, okay. the newest episode, Murders in the Building. Like, I'm in like this routine What do you think right of now. Only Murders in the Building? 
season I'm two. Bored. Yeah. I what about you? I haven't started it, and I'm not sure I will. Yeah, I'm like, how, are we really doing three seasons? Are we doing multiple seasons of this? Oof. I mean, I I really like all three of them. Me too. They're fun to watch, but I'm like, we yeah. need a better story. We need a better story. Put them in a movie. Yeah, I would take a movie. I would take a movie too. Um, and then Thirty Rock and Love Island. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty in it right now. Okay. So and will be for the foreseeable future. But we did watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. A movie. This is like one of these movies where I am positive they came up with a title before they came up with a story. It's a book. It fine. Yeah. But I'm I'm positive somebody was like. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. We should do a story about that. Let's see. What is it? <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. This movie is a Snuggie. Yeah. This movie yeah. is a piece of chocolate cake. This is. is a Diet Coke at the end of a long day. It's it's so charming. It's There's no stress in it. No stress whatsoever. The stress is, is this woman going to get a dress? It's, and, and every time it feels like they could develop a stress point, they immediately resolve it. Mrs. Harris loses some money at a dog race. She's a cleaner. She's a cleaner. She bets too much money. Yeah. Loses it. Don't worry. Next morning, Army shows up, gives her like a gajillion dollars. And then her friend shows up, gives her another gajillion dollars. And then someone else gives her her another gajillion dollars. And she's like, well, I'm going to go to Paris and buy a Dior dress. And I'm like, maybe we should talk about investment. But you know what? You (laughs) do you. Mrs. Harris, I'm happy for you. Yeah. And then she goes to Paris, which is the most fun place to yes, watch in is. movies. It is. And it's about fashion, which is the in most the 19, fun In the 1950s, thing. too, which is like such a fun Ugh. era to see Paris in. Just like, you don't need a story no. in this movie. You can just have the Dior models and Leslie Manville, who's great, and the hot guy from Emily in Paris, and mm-hmm. just watch them walk around for two hours. And that's pretty much what this is. Yeah. And I loved it. It's it's so charming. It's so lovely. The all of the characters that interact with Mrs. Harris just adore her. Like everybody's so protective of her, and she she get. I mean, for the most part, she gets to Paris and um, wants this dress, and they have to. They tell her that they have to make it, and it's going to take some time. And she's like, "Well, I don't. Ha- I can't stick stick around for that. Like, I don't have a place to stay." And so they're like, "You can just stay with us." You can just be like they they just like take her in and they're like, yeah, we'll just measure you for this dress. And that's what the whole movie is going to be is you waiting for the dress to be done. And there's a little bit of conflict with Isabel Huppert. Huppert? Huppert? Yeah. Hold on. Let me find her name. Cla- was her name Claudia or something? Yeah, because she's like a she's a redhead secretary lady who protects Christian Dior. But don't worry. She comes around. Yeah, Everybody she, comes everyone around. Everyone comes around. And the evil woman who orders the same dress. Guess what? Mm. She goes to jail. <laughs> this, Isabella Hooper, sorry. Th- this Hooper. is this Hooper. is a movie that I would really I recommend everybody watching it because it's just so calming and charming. But it's also a movie that you just need to not worry about the plot. No, I was playing Candy Crush. You yeah. know, one eye on the screen, one eye on. Ca- I've redownloaded Candy Crush, by the way, and it is a great way to unwind. Really, <laughs> and they fixed the system where you like have to wait for lives. They're like, here, have a bunch of gold bars and you can buy more lives with the gold bars. So I am like playing all the time, ranking out levels at night. I wish you could do like a 100 Wordles a day, by the way. I gave up on Wordle. <gasps> Why? I just got burned out. Do you know what one I do now too? Um, every morning I have a routine. I do Wordle and then I do Worldle. Oh, I did Worldle for a while and then I was like, dumb. I am an idiot. It makes you feel real I dumb. I am so dumb. Yeah, because they, they just show you... A cu- the shape of a country, which, by the way, when they're out of context, 
most countries are really hard to recognize. Yeah. They're, it's just like a blob. And it's I'm like, like a I don't Rorschach know, test. That could like be in Africa blob. or it could be It's a in, butterfly. You know. I don't know. And so, um, it may, and then you guess which country it is, and then they tell you uh, like how close your guess is to the right answer in kilometers. And then they like have arrows to point like it's, it's yeah. no, 1,000 kilometers that way. Anyway, it makes you feel real dumb. You have to do like the People Magazine crossword afterward to feel smart again. <laughs> is that one easy? I've oh never done it. Oh my gosh. Blank Ryan, three letters. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I could go on and on. But Okay. Well, so what, what I was going to say is, and I, I don't mean this, we, we've covered a lot of movies on this podcast where the plot doesn't make sense and it's really stupid. This movie is not stupid. It's just that they they don't go through the trouble of stressing you out over plot lines. So they resolve them so quickly that it's it's kind of ridiculous. But if you just allow allow them to take you there, it's a pretty pleasant thing. So for example... She leads. She she goes to the your dress factory and finds out that like all these employees are getting laid off because the the company's not doing well. Right. And so she immediately she hears this is this is about one minute of movie time. What I'm about to describe. She hears that they're going to they're getting laid off. She get tells them to all follow her and she starts a strike and they all walk to the Dior's office and she's like, You need to bring this business into the future and listen to this guy over here who has some ideas. And then she pushes him in the door and then Hottie, they, Hottie from Emily in Paris. Yeah, and then they shut the door, they meet for like one minute, and then they open the door and they're like, Your jobs are saved. And like that's We figured it, it out. <laughs> we figured it out. Everybody's jobs it's like are saved. In days when it's like let's balance the budget and after a one hour meeting they're like we did it we solved America <laughs> well it's so it's so funny because I was like okay like I'm glad that they think they figured it out but don't they have to like implement these changes and see if they work before they can just like keep paying all of the do staff? a little A-B testing yeah. <laughs> you know flow of certain product and like, see how it responds let's get some focus groups in here uh, unless while they were in that room, they realized that there were giant bags of cash behind the chair. I don't think they can walk out and tell everybody their jobs Doesn't matter, saved. though. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It, it, and I like started laughing about it because I think this is ridiculous. And I was like, but dude, did I want to see this company struggle and all these people get laid off? No, no. I just want to see Mrs. Harris get her dress. Yeah. The first <laughs> dress she wants. Not the one the blonde dingbat burned yeah. at a Hollywood party, but the first one she wants, the evil garbage lady wanted and took before her. And then yeah. she gets it in the end she because man. they sent her a $12,000 dress. Because they we, love her we, so much. We adjusted for inflation while we were watching. You did? Yeah. How much did it? Did they say it was in the movie? Like 500 And so it would be like 12000 Yeah. Wow. I mean, it makes Good sense. Good for you doing for the math. Well, it was Steven. Yeah. I was playing Candy Crush. This movie has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's great. Uh, who's going to say they don't say, like this movie? Who's, Who can honestly say I did not enjoy that movie? Yeah. And but by the way, it does feel like do you know the main actress? I Uh Leslie Manville. Who is that? She's in Phantom Thread, which is interesting. She uh, plays the mean sister in Phantom Thread. She's also in a billion other things. Skylar calls her Meryl Streep light. Yeah. He's like this look this looks like a movie that they tried to get Meryl Streep for and she wasn't available. It did have very Julia and Julia yeah. Julia vibes. Yeah. Um, which I of course Great. love. Yeah, the soundtrack is like two notes away from the Up soundtrack. Uh-huh. Skyler literally said, "Did they borrow this from Up?" Yeah, it is 
Oh, that's funny. Almost like, are they going to get sued here? It sounds exactly like it. Huh. I I wasn't familiar enough with Up to recognize it, but he was like, this sounds like the Up soundtrack. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Can you do it for like an hour? It's very Paris. It's very Parisian. Yeah. Very 1960s. Very, I am light, I'm fluffy, I'm on a cloud, which is how this movie feels. You know, I play like French or Parisian music at my house all the time. Because it like very much calms me down. I mean, yeah. There was when we lived in Longmont, Colorado, of all places, they had this cheese shop. That was French, and you could go sit at a little table and listen to French music and eat a French sandwich, and it was my very favorite thing. Mm, I love that. Should we go to Paris? Yes. I've never been. You've never been to Paris? Never been. I haven't been since I was 16. Oh, we should go. Okay. Well, we'll be back from Paris in a few weeks. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Any final thoughts on Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris? It's it's in theaters and it's on Amazon. Yeah, we watch it on Amazon. We watch it on Amazon. It, it's like ten bucks to rent on Amazon or something. And yeah, you can get ultra HD or just HD. We just went with HD. It's ten dollars the poor version. I didn't even notice yeah. the options. Yes, it's for the pores. For the pores. Me. So we did the pores poor version. Um, but I think this would be a fun movie to see in a theater too. Oh, for sure. And it's not. It didn't feel long to me. No, no, I think it what like two hours maybe a little or less. less. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel long. So it's no down to Nabby. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We will be back. <laughs> <laughs>